Blog Talk Radio. GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Anchorage, Alaska to Bellingham, Washington, and from Napa, Idaho to wherever it is that you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm your host, Robert Lowry. A little bit later tonight, Northwest Nazarene softball standout Anna Williams will join us for a chat about the beginning of the 2019 softball campaign. We'll also have the opportunity to talk to a good friend, Western Washington Director of Athletics, Jeff Evans. It's been a big year and will continue to be a big year in Bellingham, particularly on the hardwood. We'll tell you why coming up. But joining us at the top of tonight's GNAC Insider for the first opportunity for us to speak with her, it's the new chancellor for the University of Alaska Anchorage, Dr. Kathy Sandine. Matter of fact, she just started in her position on September the 15th. Dr. Sandine, thank you for joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, you came to Alaska from the University of Wisconsin Colleges and the University of Wisconsin Extension, where you were the chancellor previously. What was it about the University of Alaska, the community, the state, the athletic department, or whatever, that decided to draw you away from Wisconsin up to the last frontier? Well, from the first moment that I started learning about University of Alaska Anchorage, UAA, I started to appreciate it more and more. The first thing I do is go on the website, you know, check it out, what's going on. I was contacted by a recruiter to take a look at the job. And every time I looked at the website, looked at more research, talked to more people, I appreciated it more and more. And, of course, the fact that we had such a strong, you know, D2 athletics program was a great draw as well. And when I arrived in Anchorage for my interview and got a glimpse of the Alaska Airlines Center, which is kind of the home of the Seawolf Athletic Program, I was sold because it really is, um, it represents the commitment of the community to our program. And so we're so proud to be able to provide such a wonderful facility for our, our student athletes. Well, having had the opportunity on several occasions to visit the Alaska Airlines Center, it truly is a stunning, stunning facility on par with uh, some Division I uh, facilities across the West and across the nation for that regard. But along those lines, uh, you also had a a bit of tragedy that struck there uh, shortly after you became chancellor at UAA. It was on November 30th when a magnitude 7.0 earthquake struck the Anchorage area. And some damage was done there to the Alaska Airlines Center. But I think it's to your credit and to those on your athletic department staff that you did not miss a single athletic contest. Is that correct? That's correct. So fortunately, I'm a native of California, so I'm no stranger to earthquakes. And in fact, I was in a very serious earthquake, the Loma Prieta earthquake that hit um, in Northern California in 1989. 
So when this earthquake hit, I was at a meeting on campus, and, you know, you get to the point where, whoa, this one's a little bit strong. It's lasting a little too long. So we all dove under the tables and rode it out. Um, After it was over, I went to the window, kind of scanned campus, and I I felt good. Nothing fell down. Um, Indeed, we, we suffered no structural damage and no injuries at all. It was a real blessing. But in virtually every one of our 70 buildings, and we have 3.2 million square feet of space, virtually every building had some form of damage, and a lot of it was broken water lines. And that was the case in the Alaska Airlines Center. It's a large building. We have large lines, and uh, we had a break that flooded our main um, arena floor. And uh, we had to get that water off of that floor as quickly as possible so that it wouldn't ruin the wood. And I'm happy to report that there's no damage. We had the manufacturer come in and inspect it, and it's good to go. So that I, I really need to credit our facility staff because they worked 24-7. We reopened all the campus um, to classes and other student activities in only five days three business days. It was a remarkable achievement giving the amount of damage. In the library alone, we had 100,000 books fall off the shelf. It was wow. incredible. And in five days, you'd walk through the facilities and you never, you, it's like it never happened. It was amazing. I'm really proud of them. And, you know, I'm glad that our student athletes didn't miss a beat, you know, in their competitions. Well, you have some standout student-athletes, and I do indeed have to have you uh, comment on one. Senior Carolyn Kurgott established the Division II all-time best record in the indoor 5,000 meters in Seattle. She won the race in a time of 15 minutes, point 48, uh, 15 .48.46 seconds. Now, that's fast, but it was so fast, it was actually 33 full seconds faster than the old record set in 2011. Have you had the opportunity to see Carolyn run in person? And if so, have you had the chance to talk to her after such a dominating performance? I haven't had the opportunity to uh, check in with Caroline yet since her latest victory, but I have met her. I haven't seen her run yet, unfortunately. I have to make a point to do that, but we are so proud of this young woman and this student athlete and um, nursing major uh, she is just breaking records all over the place. Uh, she has, is a three-time national champion, uh, 2017 in cross-country, 2018 in the outdoor 5,000 meter, and 2018 in the outdoor 10,000 meter. So she is just burning it up, and um, she is a wonderful example. She's also a fantastic student. We're proud of her for that as well. You had the opportunity, and we are talking with Dr. Kathy Sandine, the chancellor at the University of Alaska Anchorage tonight here on GNAC Insider. You had the opportunity to participate in your first NCAA convention last week down in Orlando, Florida. What were your takeaways as the new UAA chancellor from that event? Well, the initial takeaway is that the student-athlete enterprise is huge in this country, and we have a lot of really smart, dedicated people who are working to support these programs. It was wonderful to be able to see the big group. It was wonderful to be able to connect with our GNAT group and to get to know um, some of the other presidents and chancellors 
uh, faculty athletics representatives um, and athletic directors. So it it was great. Um, I took away that the NCAA really does provide a lot of support to student athlete programs. For example, we learned about their database where they collect all sorts of financial and other data where we can easily access that and produce reports that we need for our own boards, our own systems, our own institutions. So they really do have a lot of technical and technological support um, for the various schools. So that was great to to learn about. And I did um, attend the honors celebration dinner, which was remarkable, where, of course, it's the, you know, top 10 student athletes in the country who are who just graduated, and then the 25-year anniversary graduates. And one of the people honored was Mia Hamm, soccer player for, you know, University of North Carolina and then also, you know, national Olympics teams and World Cup teams and so forth. So it, it really it, it brings back the fan in me in terms of, um, you know, collegiate athletics and to see all these stars and, to learn practical information, uh, it was a very worthwhile, very worthwhile um, time for me. You talk about intercollegiate athletic experience, and you're going to have a uh, one to, to remember a week from tonight. The University of Alaska Anchorage women's basketball team, nationally ranked again this year, will travel to Fairbanks to face rival Alaska one week from tonight. I know that is just a fierce rivalry. Are you going to have the opportunity to attend that game? And uh, have you been able to pretty much understand the the importance of this rivalry to the state of Alaska? Oh, well, you know, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. And so there we had Cal and Stanford. And then I went to school at UCLA. So there we had UCLA and USC. I don't know if any great school doesn't have a rival and you know ours happens to be University of Alaska Fairbanks Um, I will not be at that game but the women's uh, teams played each other in Anchorage oh about a month ago and I was there I'm happy to say that the Seawolves won UAA won Um, I think we won you know with a very very large margin and the chancellor of University of Alaska Fairbanks Dan White Chancellor Dan White and I have a little deal when our teams play each other whoever's team wins the opposite chancellor has to wear the the um pin of that university at our next meeting <laughs> so i'm i'm dusting off the uaa seawolf pin in hopes that chancellor white will be wearing our pin after this next game and and that's part of what i think what makes intercollegiate athletics so great it's the rivalry but it's the camaraderie around the rivalry and obviously you have picked that up already with uh, your rival up there in fairbanks dr sandine i can't tell you what a thrill it's been to talk with you tonight i certainly hope to have the opportunity to meet you in person here before too long but until we do meet or talk again continued success up there at the university of alaska anchorage and and uh, welcome to the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, and go Seawolves. We'll talk with you again. That's Dr. Kathy Sandine, Chancellor of University of Alaska, Anchorage, joining us tonight from Anchorage, Alaska. 
Well, this is GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. Pleased to have you along for this journey across the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Speaking of journeys, we'll go from Anchorage to Bellingham, have the opportunity to talk to the Director of Athletic Communications at Western Washington University, Jeff Evans. He'll join us when GDAC Insider comes back at you right after this timeout. In old school terms, like when football players wore leather helmets, it was called getting your bell rung, high impact shots to the head. Today, we know a lot more about concussions, and one reason is an engineering team over at UAA. This is an important project because we're learning that if concussions are not detected and left untreated, they can have a dramatic impact on people later in life and possibly lead to dementia and severe depression. In a nondescript basement laboratory in the engineering department over at UAA, soccer balls are shot at a researcher wearing an electronic mouth guard that measures the impact of the ball hitting his head. The invention is patent pending and could A, lead to better forms of protection, and B, allow instant diagnosis not just for athletes, but for our troops as well. Innovative concussion research. Just one of the amazing stories being written every day at the University of Alaska Anchorage. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And here's a good friend of mine, Jeff Evans from Western Washington University. Jeff, are you wearing a little broader smile today than you were this time last week? I think I am, very much so. And the reason is because you spent 10 years before going up to Bellingham in Major League Baseball, nine of those with the Mariners. I know that you played a very, very key role in the campaign to get Edgar Martinez into Baseball's Hall of Fame. It finally happened uh, this past Tuesday. What was your thinking? Was it one of relief or one of joy or a mixture of both? I mean, it was, it was I guess the best word to say is it was awesome. Um, all the lead up, there's not a whole lot of secrets anymore with uh, social media and tracking ballots on Twitter. And so you kind of felt like it was going to happen, but I kind of had to pinch myself and I turned major league baseball network on and in my office and closed the door. And I was like, I I have to watch this and kind of just in disbelief that this was going to happen. So it was a really neat day to see Edgar's name called and to see his reaction and to see all the the great stuff on social media it was just a very special day well certainly his accomplishments at the plate uh, earned him hall of fame recognition a number of years ago and i'm glad that your uh, efforts in that regard uh, finally came to fruition this past tuesday now you've been up in bellingham since 2015 and you've been plenty busy up there as well you were in attendance earlier this year at the d2 fall festival in pittsburgh Western was there, represented by their volleyball and men's and women's cross-country teams. The volleyball team, I think as most GNAC fans may remember, finished as the national runners-up. Now, I know you were there supporting the Vikings, but you also were getting ready to host the upcoming GNAC men's and women's basketball championships. Certainly, the fall festival back there in Pittsburgh had more than just one sport, but were you able to take away some tips from that event that uh, you might be able to incorporate into the hosting of the GNAC championships? I sure was. The NCAA, first and foremost, they did a phenomenal job. That was my first time at a, at a festival atmosphere in, in Pittsburgh, and their organizing committee did a, just a great job of, of bringing all the student-athletes together for all the sports. There was men's and women's soccer, women's field hockey, volleyball, men's and women's cross-country. 
it was just a phenomenal event. Um, but I think before that, when we hosted the West Regional uh, for volleyball in Bellingham, we were really able to get a good lay of the land of, of hosting a premier event in the new kind of remodeled Carver Gym. And then, um, you know, going to Pittsburgh and seeing how the NCAA fine-tuned some of their things, I was able to pull, pull out some things that I think that our student-athletes will really enjoy when they come to Bellingham in early March. Well, yeah, we're on the we're on the downhill slide into March and March Madness GNAC style, and I'll have the opportunity to be up there, and I will see you at that point. Let's talk a little bit about the men's and women's basketball teams for Western Washington right now. Uh, it, it looks like both teams are, are playing well, and are they playing better basketball now as the season gets into the second half, do you believe? Well, I try to stick to the communication side of things and, and, and not go too much into delving into how teams are doing, but I think I think both of them are still trying to find their identity a little bit with injuries that they've both had to overcome. The men's team lost Sion Rojas, who was a, a returning uh, big-time player for us, averaging you know almost 10 and 10 when he got hurt. And the women lost, the, you know, Danny Awami to a foot injury. So we're, I think both teams are still trying to find their identity. Uh, they're working their tail off. And I think these next, these final 10 games uh, will really, they'll see an upswing and, and, and they'll be ready to go because a uh, wonderful group of uh, student athletes on both sides. So I'm excited to see how they do in this second half of the GNAC season. And uh, it's going to be exciting to host all the teams when they come here in March for the GNAC tournament. Now, as we mentioned, you uh, spent some time in Major League Baseball, 10 years, but uh, you have significant sports information experience at Arizona State University where you worked down there for the Sun Devils program. What did you learn yeah. there that you have been able to use now up in Bellingham? Uh, it's been kind of a fun, you know, I guess you could call it a hero's journey to get back to the Northwest and raise my family up in up here in Bellingham, but I was really lucky um, when I graduated from Washington State. I've had some phenomenal mentors and Rod Collins over at Washington State, who a lot of people know the name, and Dump Tamaro and Mark Brand at Arizona State. And I was able to be part of the Arizona State baseball program that produced Dustin Pedroia and Jeff Larish and Travis Buck and be part of the history that included Alvin Davis and Barry Bonds and Bob Horner and so many names. So I learned so much um, early in my career from so many great people, and I was able to parlay that into – a fun career in major league baseball. And ultimately now I'm here in Bellingham and get a chance to raise my family and live close to campus in in a beautiful town. So it's, it's kind of been a process the whole way through. I've learned a little bit of everything at each stop and uh, my time at Arizona state and in the pack 10 back then uh, was amazing. I did volleyball there as a sports information director. I did swimming and diving. I did baseball, very involved with the basketball and football program. So it was a, it was a great stop and uh, very thankful for everyone that's been part of that. Now, you're a native of the Northwest. You, you grew up over in Gig Harbor, went to Peninsula High School, if any, when you were uh, when you were in your high school days. I uh, did a little bit of everything. I played golf. Um, I played varsity baseball, third baseman, pitcher. Um, believe it or not, I was a swimmer and diver um, and played water polo. Uh, played basketball wow. growing up my whole life. But I, I got cut from my freshman team, uh, well, I had a broken wrist, and I got I, I got cut, and uh, never made the never, never made the basketball team. So, swim coach came over to the end of basketball practice and said, "Come on, you're coming over to the swim team." And uh, had I uh, swam for two and a half years and played water polo. So, the, you know, I did a little bit of everything. Um, grew up playing all sports, which I think I'm really um, my parents really got me involved, and I'm really thankful for that. Trying to do the same as a father to my kids here. And is that experience? 
being involved with so many sports, is that what kind of led you into the career path of wanting to be affiliated with sports in the, in the role now of uh, director of athletic communications there in Bellingham? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, the old adage says sometimes the profession chooses you and, um, you know, playing, I was probably the guy at the, at the plate that was trying to calculate my batting average. And now looking back at it, that, you know, my own base <laughs> percentage or my slugging percentage. And, uh, you know, I was in a, you know, the story goes that I was at a class my freshman year and Rod Commons came in and talked to our class about publicizing John Olrood and, and uh, football players of the past. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And I went and talked to Rod and before you know it, I was working the baseball scoreboard as a freshman and sophomore year, I'm making the media guide. So, yeah, I think I think the profession just kind of chose me, and I was able to um, have a lot of fun early in my career and, and and make it into a career. And I'm really blessed, and uh, so many great people along the way, and uh, there's so many great people in this conference, and I'm really, really um, – it's been so great to get to know people, my colleagues at Alaska Anchorage and Simon Fraser and Seattle Pacific and, and everyone. I think we're a conference of so many talents in sports information, athletic communications – it's been fun to kind of turn this into what I am. You know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an athletic communicator, and uh, doing it at this level is a lot of fun. Not only are you an athletic communicator, you're an excellent one. And, Jeff, I look forward to working with you up there in Bellingham for the men's and women's GNAC basketball championships, which are just a little more than a month away. Uh, continued success up there. Uh, I'll uh, I'll look forward to, to talking with you coming in March. So uh, keep it up. Keep up the good work up there. And I guess uh, on uh, behalf of uh, your alma mater, go Cougs. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. I look forward to hosting you in Bellingham. We'll have to go get a Bellingham uh, beverage together, and we'll have you up for dinner. Absolutely. That's Jeff Evans joining us tonight from Bellingham, the Director of Athletic Communications at Western Washington University and a good friend at that. Well, time for us now to have our GNAC weekly wrap-up in men's basketball. St. Martin's is in first place with a 9-1 record in GNAC play. The Saints also own the best overall record in the league, 16-2 overall. Now, that mark includes a pair of victories against Seattle Pacific and Montana State Billings last week. And with those wins, the Saints earned the GNAC Team of the Week award. In women's action, Northwest Nazarene and Alaska Anchorage enter the second half of GNAC play, tied at the top of the league standings with matching 17-1 records, 9-1 in GNAC for that matter. The Seawolves swept St. Martins in Seattle Pacific last week, while the Nighthawks dropped their first game of the season at Simon Fraser after defeating Western Washington. The Klan and Central Washington are in a tie for third place, two games back of the league leaders at present. And in indoor track and field, Alaska Anchorage's senior Carolyn Kurgott earned both GNAC and National Athlete of the Week awards following her record-breaking, record-smashing run in Seattle. Kurgott established a Division II all-time best mark on the indoor 5,000 meters with a time of 15 minutes, 48.46 seconds. Again, 33 full seconds off the previous record. That's what happened around the GNAC last week. Coming up next on GNAC Insider, we're going to head outdoors, talk softball with Anna Williams from Northwest Nazarene, which we will do when GNAC Insider comes back after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back.
Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. The number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and from indoor sports, we're going to go outdoors as Anna Williams, Northwest Nazarene senior softball utility player, joins us from Nampa. Anna, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. What? Are, what? How are you doing? Are you doing well? Are you excited? Because you're on the eve of the... Uh, of the uh, first pitch in the softball campaign. Is this a time of year when you really feel the adrenaline start to kick in? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely getting excited. Well, you should because your 2019 season gets underway this weekend at the Montana state Billings hosted desert stinger tournament that they host down there in Las Vegas. It's a, it's a tremendous, tremendous tournament. Do you have any idea about the schedule yet, who you're going to be playing at least in your first game down there? Um, yes, we actually do have a schedule. And My, now is it, I, I think it's Concordia Irvine on Friday at 1130 AM. If I, if I understand correctly, the first of the five games on your schedule, do you know anything about that squad? We have a little bit of information stats and um like film to go over but i guess it's just one of those things you just show up and play (laughs) yeah well okay at this point in the year first game or or in this case your first five games certainly down there at the uh, at the desert stinger is it more about fine tuning and and getting in tune for that matter with your teammates than it is against scouting and trying to take advantage of an opponent's weakness uh it's our first big road trip being on the road with each other and I think a lot of it is just about bonding and finding out how well you can get along with each other when you're stuck on a bus for 10 hours but it's definitely always just a great time and really puts into perspective how good your season can go. Well, last year you had a real good season individually as uh, you were second on the team with a 359 batting percentage for Northwest Nazarene for a team that finished 31 and 23, but 15 victories in the team's last 20 games. And again, 2019 is not 2018. I understand that. 
But can you build off the momentum that you certainly saw it take uh, into uh, or go into action or go into uh, place over the last 20 games last year? Um, I think for the majority of us, it kind of just feels like it never ended and we still want to continue how we left off and get better. Northwest Nazarene picked first in the GNAC coaches preseason poll, which came out a little bit earlier this month, receiving five of eight uh, first place votes in that poll. Do you prefer to be the hunted or the hunter? Uh, Definitely the hunter. Why? Well, I think being an underdog, people sometimes overlook you and you get an advantage with that, but from a team perspective personally like being an underdog always means you just got something to to show people you have something to prove Anna Williams from Northwest Nazarene uh, softball standout joining us here tonight last year as we mentioned Anna second on the squad 359 batting average drove in 39 RBI and had nine home runs for the uh, for the Nighthawks for a team that led the league in hitting with a 313 batting average, 294 runs scored, 270 RBI last year. Offense certainly was a forte of the Nighthawks last year. Will the 2019 version be able to match or maybe exceed those numbers in your mind heading into the season? We're definitely hoping to exceed the numbers for sure. We put in a lot of work in batting cages and offensively and everybody's looking to exceed those numbers for sure. You're an Idaho native and playing now at Northwest Nazarene in Idaho. Uh, You grew up in in Filer, Idaho. How far is Filer away from Nampa? Um, Probably close. Between your career in high school and your career with the Nighthawks, you went to Walla Walla Community College. What was it about that Nighthawks program that lured you back to the Gem State? Um, definitely the sense of feeling like I would be at home and that I was going to be able to be a part of a program that was going to make me feel at home, I guess. It wasn't like I had to worry about fitting in or feeling comfortable. As soon as I got to meet all the girls and be around them, I just knew it was going to be a great time. Well, it has been a great time, and you're going to get the opportunity to uh, to start, hopefully, an even greater time when uh, Montana State Billings hosts the Desert Stinger, and you take on Concordia Irvine Friday at 1130 in the morning down there. You're a utility player, and I mentioned that at the at the beginning of this, uh, this sec- section of GNAC Insider. Is there a, as a utility player, you're going to play all over the, all over the diamond, certainly, but is there a particular position that you, that you uh, excel at, you believe, or at least maybe you think uh, you favor? (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, Throughout high school, I used to catch a lot. And I think that's always definitely been my favorite position. Uh, Last year was actually my first year in the outfield, but I love it. And I guess to me, I just, I don't care. I just want to play. <laughs> okay. Well, Anna, listen, I, we appreciate your time tonight here on GNAC Insider. Have a great year individually. Have a great year for the Nighthawks, and hopefully we'll have the opportunity to talk with you or see you sometime down the road this year. 
uh, and see the Nighthawks play out there. So have a great season. Continued success in the classroom as well. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Yep. Thank you. Anna Williams joining us tonight from Northwest Nazarene University. Time for us now to head around the GNAC. Men's basketball, 11 contests are on this week's slate. First place, St. Martin's will be in action a couple of times, hosting Western Washington Thursday, Simon Frazier on Saturday. Women's hoops, the regular season continues with 11 games this week as well. Highlighting the slate, probably a Saturday showdown in Burnaby between third place, Simon Frazier, and now ranked number 11 nationally, Alaska Anchorage. That game tips off 7 p.m. Pacific time. Indoor track and field, eight GNAC teams will be in action this week in events all across the country. Five events, as a matter of fact, this week between Pullman, Washington, and Boston, Massachusetts will feature those GNAC squads. Baseball, three GNAC teams begin their 2019 campaigns this week. Central Washington and Concordia have series against Stanislaus State and Lewis Clark State, respectively. While St. Martin's is going to be on the road at Cal State San Bernardino for three games against Dixie State and then a single game against the homestanding Coyotes. In softball, seven GNAC teams, as we mentioned, will converge in Las Vegas for the Desert Stinger Tournament hosted by Montana State Billings. Those clubs will combine to play 35 games in just a three-day stretch. Remember, for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com. That's where you can always find up-to-date news, statistics, standings, and and pretty much anything you want. Also, you can connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. GNAC Insider will close out tonight's show. We will after this timeout. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. With more than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NNU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity. Not once, but twice. Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science. Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today. Well, unfortunately, that's going to have to do it for this week's GNAC Insider. want to thank again tonight's roster of guests, Northwest Nazarene softball standout Anna Williams, Jeff Evans, the Director of Athletic Communications at Western Washington University, and the new Chancellor at the University of Alaska, Anchorage, Kathy Sandine, for joining us tonight. Also, thanks to our producer, Connor Pelton. Thanks to GNAC Commissioner Dave Hagland. And as always, thanks to you for joining us. 
We'll have our next GNAC Insider one week from tonight, next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Until then, you can consider yourself a GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry saying so long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.